0: Hey guys, welcome back to Restore, where we receive food for the body, mind, and soul. I'm your host, Carla, and yeah, this is Restore. <laughs> so I've literally been looking, I've been in dire need for a place to record my last two podcasts. Like when I'm listening back, I'm like the background noise is annoying, or whatever, but in the car the first episode I recorded in a car and you can hear the cars you can hear better things going on but then I was like you know what it's okay because like that's life things go on in the background but then I thought it would be nicer if I was like maybe in the park or you know somewhere where there's nature like the sounds of nature would work well as natural background music um and then I tried my bathroom and the acoustic wasn't too bad but it was a bit airy and then when I um edited it, it was like my laugh sounded like I was coughing. <laughs> like it was like in the in the in the recording. I was like, oh my gosh. But I found a little setup today, cute little office like situation, and I'm hoping that it sounds better. I say that all to say, like don't make certain setups or certain things that you think should be a certain way when it comes to starting your business or starting your podcast or starting whatever project that you want to start don't make the workspace put you off because when I was doing like all the workshops and master classes and stuff the people that were teaching us obviously had their office and everyone was always talking about having a space and a setup where you put your equipment and things like that and that was quite off-putting for me because it's like oh where am i going to record where am i going to get the best quality sound and things like that but you don't need that like wherever you have a space that you can work you put your stuff there, your books, your laptop, your podcasting equipment, or whether it's your nail stuff or your your eyelash stuff, you put that stuff there and you get yourself into the mindset that this is my workspace. Regardless, behind you there's your bed or behind you is your toilet and your sink because you're in your bathroom. Like, this is your workspace and if you're able to work in those conditions or you're adaptable to a space, it's going to be so much better for you in the future when you do have your office space. Like, you know how, one you know how to navigate different spaces two it just shows how resilient you are and three you're gonna honor your space more and really be proud of how far you've come and how far you've developed when you didn't have that specific space for your brand or your product or your service in the first place but yeah the other day (laughs) i made jollof rice with my bull thing first time making jollof rice um and it was his first time to you, it, guys, everything that could have went wrong, you know when people are cooking or whatever, you know, you might have a little slip-ups in here and there, scotch bonnet went in my eye, he cut his finger, like, it was just too much, but I was recording it, in it because I wanted to, like, look back and, like, laugh, and we're, like, so funny together, I feel like we would be a sick sitcom, like or you know like a reality show because we're just funny like he just makes me laugh so much but we tried to make it now we we're supposed to do so we were following a recipe that his mom sent us a video and the lady was saying whatever she was saying and obviously it was Ghanaian rice my Ghanaian stand-up uh-uh. um uh, Ghanaian style jollof rice so obviously basmati and stuff and then we got like the plum tomatoes and the tin and all that jazz um the scotch bonnet and all that i went and put two scotch bonnets in there because i thought you know it's a bit of spice but in my head i'm not thinking like you know when you you're making something new you're thinking okay this level of spice like you know you're making your curry chicken or you're making you know whatever you make you put a scotch bonnet in you know what you you should put in and what you shouldn't put in, how much, because you're aware of the taste. But with jell-off rice, I don't know. I know that it's spicy, but I didn't know how spicy, like, each bonnet would make it. Because even when you make, like, rice and peas, like, you just put your scotch bonnet in there, but you make sure that it doesn't burst, because then it'll make it too spicy. But everything was um, blended together to make the jell-off rice. I've gone and put two... (laughs) two scotch bonnets in it so I'm like to Daniel I'm like should I put the seeds and then he's like nah nah take out anything that'll make it crunchy (laughs) I'm like no the seeds make it spicy and he's like yeah yeah spice spice update biggest mistake could we eat it it was awful it was just too hot like it was just nah and then we're doing the tomatoes now and we did, we put one in the tomatoes at first, and I thought, she put another one? He was like, yeah, why not? So, like, can it be too tomato-y? And he was like, no, nah, I don't think so. I was like, have you ever tried jollof rice that had too much tomato? And he's like, no. Update, it was too tomato Like, it was just too rich in tomato, but the flavour in that was nice. He said the flavour was nice, but I feel like, one, I put too much tomato, that like, it was just, it was too thick. So, the rice like had to keep mixing it It wasn't getting enough air and it was just nah i like my rice shelly it didn't turn on like that and thirdly i don't even like tomatoes (laughs) i hate tomatoes like so i don't know why i thought i would like a tomato based dish with hella tomatoes like we did we put beer, beer puree we put lots of tomato um plum tomatoes in a tin like nah so i sent a picture to his mom and stuff and i was showed her and she was like you know you did well she's so cute like, so he done well i was um when i come back like when we next see her she's gonna show me how to make it but yeah that was hilarious like i got a scotch bonnet in my eye he was supposed to pour <laughs> pour the the mixture that like, like i um blend it up together in some oil He's there doing that dude now and it's splashing everywhere in my eye and you can hear me in the background screaming. Like, do you know what? Let me see how it would sound if I um, play it. Not, no, no, don't get Because, I don't know, kind of soft. Let's see how it works. Should we do one? I, know, I don't know why you can't blend it all together. True. No, it's not. Let's just do one yeah. This time, but. <laughs> Should we do one? No, I want to do two, but let me blend this one first. And you put the second one in, and you can blend it. Bad pink, pong, long. Glory be to God in the highest. Hallelujah. Glory be to God in the highest. Hallelujah. Everybody is hallelujah. What is cooking about a bit of praise? Oh, yeah. Wait, let me skip it because you're just hearing. This is another level of ASMR. That's not even nice. <laughs> um, right, here we go. She said this part is very important. I'm tasting. This tastes good. Did you just a little bit? I love it. <laughs> I hope this bangs. God, please be on our side. Make okay, so, so he clearly away. wasn't because <laughs> that was too hot. And these times he's like, hey I love it. No. Long story short, we didn't love it. <laughs> it was too spicy, like it was just too spicy. Uh, if you know about Scotch bonnet knocking you out, right, in the kitchen. <laughs> There's is so much going on. <laughs> and then he runs to come and help me, but now nah, hilarious, absolutely hilarious. It went from praise to full-on scotch bonnet in your eye scotch bonnet down your throat like the cough that you get when you are cooking and with scotch bonnet is different so yeah i'll allow him he won't be too dramatic (laughs) but um yeah (laughs) at the end of the month when um we do our couples conversation you have that to look forward to (laughs) being him doing something some sort of activity hopefully not And be talking about a topic of your choosing. This is Restore. So yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed last week's episode and the practical tips that I gave you. Um, Of course, it really does boil down to your mind and how you think and process certain outcomes when it comes to anxiety. Because like, as I said, it's about the fear of an anticipated threat like you're thinking something's about to happen whether it be real or imagined like you're fearful of that outcome and so even though I gave these practical tips and stuff because I feel like it's important because usually when we're going through every anything people are like you know it's the way you're thinking or why do you have, don't think like that and we always try to go to the mind about how we think and I don't think we're very in tune or caught up on how to process our thoughts and how to assess our thoughts and how to challenge our thoughts and ultimately change them which is why I feel like practical tips things that you can actually do are more helpful than just saying change the way you think about this situation or don't think like that because really when it comes to anxiety and things if we could control how we felt or feel about a certain situation or outcome or you know a person's actions then we would but yeah it does ultimately come down to how we process and think about things how we process situations and people's reactions or responses to stuff that has our mind on clockwork thinking what does that mean and what does that mean for me and the future and you know so it's your mindset and it's your interpretations that encourage more fear and more worry but if we assess how we feel and why we feel the way that we do we can actually take a step back first of all pause and rewind to that moment or to that event or some some sort of trigger that triggers those anxious thoughts and that anxiety and also try to change that for ourselves and I'm gonna tell you how CBT kind of looks at doing that so cognitive behavioral therapy it aims to help people overcome emotional problems so you know like anxiety like you've been talking about depression guilt jealousy just toxic thoughts and behaviors and um, it looks at thoughts feelings memories images and behaviors whether it be things that you do or things that you don't do. So like things that you might avoid. It uses this systematic approach to combat these problems, irregular behaviors, conditions, and things like that. So one of the things that I picked up on during my reading, um, I got this really good book. It talks about your thoughts, right? And toxic thoughts. And they give this system called this ABC system, which they use in therapies and specifically in self-help techniques. And it's the ABC form and it looks, it basically kind of demonstrates how your thought leads to that specific behaviour, whether it be an avoidance or something that you do. So they say that the emotion and the behaviour are a consequence of your interaction between the trigger or activating event and the beliefs or meanings that you give to that trigger or event or someone's actions so for example a consequence which is the c in this abc format the c is the consequence right so the emotional behavior that you might have so you might have anxiety for example or you might have depression or guilt or envy and that is a consequence of your trigger or an event interacting with the belief and the meaning that you give to it so what they say is one identify how you're feeling which is why it's so important for us to be in tune with our feelings and be honest like if you're feeling jealous if you're feeling guilty if you're feeling depressed if you're feeling anxious or angry or ashamed be honest with yourself because it's difficult for you to tackle certain issues when you can't be honest with your emotions or how your body's reacting to a certain event or something that someone said so you identify that and Once you identify that, you can now look at what were the two... What was the interaction? What was the trigger? And what are your beliefs and meanings that you give to that event or that trigger? Now, let's assess that. So, the activating event could be... Or the trigger could be something that happened in the past, something that's happened right now, something you're anticipating for the future, or, you know, your own emotions. And the beliefs that you give to it so you might be like oh oh here we go again this just proves that i'm useless or this just proves that you know everyone gives up on me or i should have known better or you know like oh now what's everyone gonna think so that's what you're attaching to that trigger or that um activating event now what they say is the reason why we develop certain behaviors whether it be avoiding things or doing things you know acting out aggressively or isolating ourselves or you know falling into low moods and things is because we have an error in our thinking now this is where it becomes a bit interesting so they talk about this thing called catastrophic images right so you're thinking of the worst thing that could possibly happen and you have that image in your head for example if you have a fear of abandonment you might think in your head anytime you get into a relationship or you develop friends you have this image in your head that I'm just going to be left alone and people will avoid me or ignore me it will hurt me and so what they say is that you should question yourself question your your own thoughts to identify the errors so questions like am i jumping to the worst possible conclusion which obviously is catastrophizing am i using the words like always or never basically generalizes conclusions for specific events so every time you having an an activating event or a trigger like you're like yeah i'm always left alone or this is why i'll never succeed or this is why i can never um get close to people and things like that and that's an error because you continuously feel that way and it will continuously feed those emotions and those behaviors even things like am i focusing on the negative outlook and overlooking the positives and with anxiety they talk about specifically how you have to resist temptation to solve every problem in advance let me tell you because i think anyone who feels anxious about things or worries or are quite fearful they're quite um rigid in their outcomes coming out differently like if you're someone like me who's like this is what i want to happen in this 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 way you're fearful of it swaying obviously makes you feel some type of way and they're like resist that temptation to solve every problem in advance so in order to sort of overcome worry you're just allowing yourself to feel those emotions have those thoughts but not focusing specifically on the event or situation but focusing on managing those worried thoughts which isn't easy because the reason why you have those worried thoughts are because of that event or that situation that you're anticipating or that has happened and has triggered that emotion but i guess that's where the belief and your thoughts attach to those events step in so it's changing your beliefs changing your thoughts about yourself about the world and about certain situations so you're not catastrophizing you're not you know heading to the extreme conclusion with things so yeah I hope that was helpful during my reading of it it did make a lot of sense to me so I hope I explained it well to you guys and um we certainly will be digging into greater depth when it comes to error and your thinking and how you catastrophize and attach certain emotions and feelings and beliefs to events or triggers that ultimately cause guilt depression shame anxiety and things like that and working on it together because i think it's it's more than just hearing someone talk about it it's more than just reading about it there's an active pursuit to actually tackle it and um yeah i'm definitely going to put things in place to help with that but ultimately the use your sense tips are practical they're tangible they're things that you can actually do on your own as well when it comes to analyzing your thoughts and your feelings and stuff especially when it comes to cbt it is in a professional setting more often than not even though there are self-help books and things that can help you if you're in a deep rut and you're suffering with this quite intensely doing it on your own is difficult because then you might even go and think oh am I even doing it correctly which will add on top but yeah so those practical tools I hope they helped um let me know if you've if you've used them and what things you do to help with those sort of Feelings and thoughts. So yeah, um in saying all of that, last week I said that I wanted to talk about energy and the subconscious mind. I was reading this book called The Power of the Subconscious Mind by a scientist called Joseph Murphy. He's obviously passed on now, but um during his peak, he used to do lectures, which were it was so cool to watch because they were kind of like lectures slash sermons, um, the way he delivered them as well. And he was basically integrating science with Christianity. I found them quite interesting and I enjoyed them. And I sort of interpreted a lot of things that he said for myself and I applied it. And to be honest, a lot of things that I've read in the book and listened in from his lectures were things I already knew, things that I already learned or grew up knowing or, you know, read in the Bible. But um, it was just refreshing to see it in a scientific context and drawing from different philosophical ideas. So yeah, I'm gonna start off with this quote. He said, you are a gardener and you are planting seeds, in brackets, thoughts, in your subconscious mind all day long based on your habitual thinking as you sow in your subconscious mind so shall you reap in your body and environment now everyone knows the scripture about what you sow you shall reap it's been reused and used in different contexts different kind of books different philosophies and things like that but i know it just stem from the bible And it relates to anxiety and the effects of it as well because it's like the habitual thinking that you have, the constant thoughts that you have, the constant images and attitudes and feelings you associate with certain events and triggers make that consequence, right? Make you avoid going to certain places, make you behave a certain way, make you act this way or say these things. He also talks about how The subconscious mind draws on the energy inside you. So your habitual thinking, that's what your subconscious mind is based on. So whatever you're thinking about, the deep desires, your embedded thoughts, suppressed memories are the basis of your subconscious mind. And he discusses how your subconscious mind is what creates your environment, makes you who you are, changes your body creates your body creates the inside and the outside from that I thought you know what this notion of bad energy stay far away you know that person has negative energy or that person sucks the energy from the room or keep your negative vibes I thought you know what? this will be so interesting to talk about and I went in to look for more insight into energy and like based on the basis of what he said about the subconscious mind and just about our bodies and what I found was so interesting because. I never really tolerated all that talk about energy and like, yeah, this, this, that. I used to think, "Mm," I know for me, I say my spirit don't take people. That's the energy for me. It's a spiritual, more of a spiritual feeling that my spirit doesn't sit right with this place or doesn't sit right with these people. So I went into more depth about energy, not based off of astrology or based off of certain beliefs and stuff like that. Just based off of what it is what I found was that whether it's good or bad it's powerful and it's going to flow through you that was the conclusion that I came to because energy is everywhere energy is in everything it goes through everything it is everything whether you want it to or not it cannot be contained it travels in many directions it goes to places we're not in like I'm in my humble abode And my voice has travelled to where you are. And depending on where you are, it's reaching further than that. Kinetic energy, the way when you move, that releases energy. So when we move, there's energy. There's energy in motion. There's energy in sound, like I just said. Not just from the sound of my voice, but the sound of music. We all know how music makes people feel. Music makes you dance. You feel it in your body, your soul even. Certain sounds in nature that are used for therapeutic reasons. And when we listen to the rain, it helps us sleep and things like that. And of course, there's thermal energy, radiant energy, chemical energy, nuclear energy, elastic energy, electrical energy. like Endless amounts. And us as humans... Within our bodies, our cells are specialised to conduct energy. Now, let me tell you, <laughs> guys, when I read that, I thought, oh my gosh. That means if our cells are specialised to conduct energy, it means that each part of our being allows energy to flow through and within it. Bodies run on electrical signals From your brain to different your different limbs, your organs, that runs off of electrical signals, which is energy fueling your body. So we conduct it. And we also, you know, we have our hands in creating it when we turn on a light switch, light energy, when we open our mouths and create a sound, sound energy, when we move kinetic energy. The notion of of our cells being specialised to conduct energy really said to me that whether it's good or bad your body is taking in that energy it's taking in that energy it's using it it's recycling it and using it to fuel your body so if you're constantly naming your aches and your symptoms you're inhibiting that kinetic energy you're releasing that sound energy into your body and it's the same thing where you know when they say manifest people like manifest what you want speak out atmosphere you're releasing that energy you're releasing that sound one there's manifestation power in your tongue for life and death two there's manifestation power in your mouth because of what it does to your subconscious mind you're telling your body you're telling yourself this is who i am this is what i want this is what's gonna happen for me and your mind subconsciously begins to believe that and it fuels your body with those thoughts Which is why, like, even they're clocking onto it now that stress can kill you. But, to be honest, my family, my culture has been saying that from time. That stress can kill you. Worry can kill you. Heartbreak can kill you. It physically can harm you. Your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions can physically harm your body. Even down to, like, headaches. Because our brain is communicating that something is off. Something is off within our Our bodies within the flow of our bodies, and our head starts to ache to indicate to you that something's wrong. So our energy is our power, it's our ability to move, to run, to act, to speak. And it's important that we have the energy to do these things. And if it is our power, then when you're physically, emotionally, mentally drained, you automatically feel weaker, you feel weaker in your stance, you feel weaker in spirits weaker in your body and of course weaken your mind it's important that we boost our energy that we invest our energy that we create and we store energy so important because sometimes we're overdoing it sometimes we're overdoing it whether it be you're overworking yourself whether it be you're emotionally giving of yourself or spiritually giving of yourself, it's draining. And it's important that we store that energy. So, I want to talk about how we can preserve our energy so that, you know, obviously we're better versions of ourselves and that we're happy and we're healthy. This is restore One, make sure that you are protective of your energy. You need to be aware of how people make you feel, how certain environments make you feel and how certain people make you feel after you've left them or when they're in your space or certain environments or certain events. Because once you're aware of that, you know what you can stay away from and how much of things you can allow. Sometimes there's certain people in our lives that we can't be around them too much and that's fine. It's important that you protect your energy, you protect your body, your mind and your soul and discernment you need to be discerning of people's energy their intentions their spirit you need to be discerning of that in order to be discerning of that you need to invest in yourself spiritually you need to invest in your spiritual selves because our physical bodies they're not it's not anything to do with spirit it does the body stuff yeah it's in the body business <laughs> your spirit is what can detect those kind of energies things that's going on in the inside people's intentions their heart and there's a certain feeling that you might get around people a certain feeling you might get in certain environments or certain feelings you might get before going to certain places that's your spirit that's the discernment of that person of that thing whether you should go there whether you should invest your time in that whether you should allow that in your space And so taking time to meditate, taking time to feed yourself spiritually is really important to strengthen yourself and your discernment of that. Thirdly, awareness of your unconscious thoughts. As I said, we are products of our subconscious thoughts. Those that are real, embedded, hidden thoughts and feelings. Things that we've internalised things that we have suppressed and i want us to remember that it is the world within us our thoughts our feelings images remember was talking about the catastrophic images that makes the world outside that makes our world outside that makes our environment that makes what we put out into the environment that determines what we say What kind of energy are we releasing in what we say, in how we behave, in the activities that we take part in, what we say about ourselves, what we allow ourselves to take on and what we allow people to do to us. A scripture that really ties that together, which Joseph used in his book was, Whosoever shall say unto the mountain, Be thou removed and cast it into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart but believe that the things which he says shall come to pass he shall have whatever he says and that's really saying like the doubt in your heart that's your subconscious mind that's what no one else can see what you're not assessing what you're not paying attention to you're just focusing on what you're saying out loud but deep inside you don't even believe it But he's like, if you believe in your heart, without a doubt, what you're saying about yourself, what you're affirming, what you're speaking into the atmosphere, what you're speaking into your body for health, it will come to pass. Your inner world creates your outer world. So that also leads me on to affirmations. You are what you think. And, you know, tons of religious groups and ideologies use that. Ideology that you are what you think, and it's also used in the Bible. So a man thinketh, so is he. What you think about yourself is who you are, it's not what you say about yourself because then this really ties down to the subconscious mind. Because you can say, I'm fine, I'm confident, I'm okay, but inside, what you really think about yourself, what you really think about your life, what you really think about, you know. Your future is what comes to fruition. So it's pivotal that when we're affirming ourselves, that we're also thinking those things in our hearts, in our subconscious minds, about ourselves also. Speaking life into our situations and busying our minds with harmony, with health, with peace, with goodwill. When you're praying for certain things, when you're manifesting certain things, don't think about... The lack that's there. Don't think about the failure that's there. Don't think about the guilt or the shame that's there. Within yourself, during that meditative state, picture yourself successful. Picture yourself healthy. Picture that relationship flourishing. You know, Picture yourself confident and bold as you speak in it. So you're truly transitioning your mind to feel that way, think that way, truly... And genuinely inside and watch that manifest out there because it's easy to say, I manifest this and I, I write it down and I, I will it will come to pass. But what are you really thinking deep inside when you're praying for you know money or an idea or some sort of wealth, but in your subconscious mind, you're thinking about how poor you are, that's who you are in your heart. All hearts, how you're thinking about yourself is who you are. So when I'm saying I'm successful and I'm wealthy and I'm intellectual, I'm picturing myself doing all the things that I want to do as well as saying it. And that's the key to true affirmation. That's the key to true manifestation. And that's the key to unlocking the power of your subconscious mind. So yeah, that was a bit deep. <laughs> that was a bit deep It was full on. And there's a lot of things that we could have really assessed and pinpointed. So I hope that you guys were left with a lot of food for thought, food for the body, mind and soul, because today we went ham. Today, we didn't just focus on one. Today, we really dug deep and thought about all the different elements for this wellness journey. And I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope you laughed with me. I hope you were like, "Mm mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. And, you know, take a note of what I was saying. Whether this resonated with you, whether this is something that you're struggling with or something that you want to improve on, I hope this has touched you in a special way and in an efficient way, you know. I don't want us to just be listening and things that we're talking about during Restore just to land on rocky ground. I want it to... Land on good soil that's going to flourish, that's going to grow and bear fruit. And that fruit is action, that fruit is progress, that fruit is growth. So, yeah, thank you for stopping by at Restore, where we receive food for the body, mind, and soul. You know what's coming next. This is Restore.